call unto thee, O Lord, and send down my life to guide us, for we are weak and afraid, and we lack knowledge. There is no one to hear your plea, no one to answer you, no one to ease your suffering. Lord, have mercy upon us. Hey, hey, welcome to the NY Patriot Show. Here we delve deep into the abyss, covering topics such as occultism, spirituality, secret societies, conspiracies, and the unknown. Join us in trying to put these pieces together and figuring all this shit out. The NY Patriot Show. Hey, hey, everyone. Welcome back to the NY Patriot Show. Uh, today, I have a, uh, it's a special show for me. Um, I like being able to have listeners that have uh, pretty decent stories and or tons of research on certain topics. I like having them come on because uh, they always turn out to be some of the more favorite ones for me, you know. Uh, these people don't have a show. They've actually just researched because they jo- enjoy doing this stuff. Um... So I have, uh, he's going by the name of Thrash today. Uh, that will be his alter ego for the night. Uh, <laughs> great yes. dude. I've been talking to him. A very nice guy. He's been listening to us for a while. And uh, he approached me with some interesting things. Um, I mean, this may not even be the, this may not be the only time he comes on as well. Um, he does have a past with the Jehovah's Witnesses. And uh, he is here tonight to tell us his story. So, uh, everybody, welcome, uh, Thresh. And, uh, Thresh, let everybody know, like, who you are and start wherever you like. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, let's see here. Well, I'll just start off. Uh, I, I grew up a Jehovah's Witness. Okay. Um, so my grandpa's parents... They became Jehovah's Witnesses in the 30s. Um, his father actually used to be a Freemason and then oh, left, and then they became Jehovah's Witnesses. Um, See, my grandmother... He left Freemasonry go, to go to Jehovah's Witnesses, huh? Yes. Did, yeah. did, now, I just I, know, I hate to interrupt you, but did this person eventually have like a very high position in Jehovah's Witnesses? Or no, it was just, it was just, okay, all right, I'm just wondering, because that would have been interesting. You know, I'm not sure he might have been like an elder or something, but Uh, I don't think so. Okay, no, I just thought thought I'd ask. He was kind of a drunk, so. Oh, sorry to hear that. Uh. Um, My grandma, um, her family didn't become Jehovah's Witnesses till the 50s, somewhere in the 50s. They used to be like Baptist. Okay. Um, so they used to celebrate Christmas and all that stuff. Um, but uh, do you know what it was that got your family actually interested from to switching over to Jehovah's Witnesses? I don't know. Oh, okay. Um, when I met my great grandma, she sure knew the Bible. She could repeat 
scriptures and the whole thing like that and like at 90 remembered everything um i I assume they just liked what they heard okay and it's it seems like to me when i looked into the history they had radio programs in the 30s yeah yeah um i don't think a lot of people know about that to them that they didn't they have like kind of their own radio station that was like across the country. They had a huge chunk of the country covered, I think, with some kind of radio station. Yeah. Let me see here. I got a number. It's funny. See, that's what I say. Why do people all of a sudden think when it comes to podcasting, propaganda doesn't fucking exist? <laughs> this is a great fucking exactly. excuse of it. You had fucking you know a, a example of it. You have somebody out there. On the fucking airways, pushing about how Jehovah's Witnesses is going to save your life and probably make you a better person. And uh, they might be lying. I got it here. Just like podcasters. Uh, ni- <laughs> 1933, they had 403 radio stations. Um, they lectured on, like, Catholicism, the clergy, politicians, and, like, like, like greedy... I don't know, people that were, like, rich and greedy. Yeah, I think when I... Um, but the funny thing is, the guy that was raving about greedy people was a big uh, shit. rich guy himself. <laughs> yeah, the Rutherford. Rutherford, oh, well, the guy that took over for Russell. That's like when, yeah, they, when you get the greedy, the greedy left who's uh, stealing your money in taxes, talking shit about, you know, the right being capitalist. So, I mean, like, come on. Yeah. But... Uh, I do. Uh, yeah. Damn, it was something about the radio station. I forgot now. Um, oh, yeah. I remember when we had Jack Pine on. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I covered it so much on the show, but I do remember coming across the radio station, and it was like exactly what you said. It was not like, I wouldn't say whistleblowing, but it was like a show to like expose and say how bad other things are. You know what I'm saying? Oh yeah, that's what I got 100%. out of the description of the show when I when I came across it. Yeah, and uh, Joseph Rutherford, from stuff I heard, he sounded like every televangelist, real, you know, exuberant and to get people's attention. You know, he, 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 you were on the radio, so they couldn't quite see you. So. Mm. You know, you you, you got to use speech to grab people. You got to be very good at you that know. then, for sure. Yes. If you're not doing yeah. it visually, you better fucking have a good, uh, better be slick at the mouth. Yeah, and he was like a lawyer, but he would also be a judge sometimes. Uh, oh, so that he, probably helped. Yeah, what was his name again? Uh, Joseph Rutherford. Was he really yeah. a judge? Because I think that might have been a, like a name he gave himself, right? What I found, he like, I think he like was for like a couple times or something. Like he took over. He but he like, but he hanged on to that shit like he was like fucking yeah. important. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And we'll get into him. There's some crazy <laughs> stuff with him. That's like. Uh... Fuck, what was you ever see Jesse Ventura's fucking that conspiracy show he had? 
<laughs> you remember how, like, when I think he always, that. like, tossed around that he was a fucking ex-governor or whatever. Oh, I'm fucking ex-governor, Jesse Ventura. Like, you know, still wearing that shit as a badge of, like, meaning something. Like, and it's the same situation I, with this guy saying he's a judge just to fucking sound important. I love that show. Oh, yo, <laughs> when I watched it when I was younger, I thought that shit was... I mean, even though I had already been into stuff deeper than that, kind of around that time, I stood, still thought it was fucking entertaining and i watched oh, yeah. i watched all of them <laughs> I, i'll admit yeah, it I, bu- I bought the dvds i found them on ebay <laughs> they're the promotional dvds that they would send to the tv stations to like basically oh. like hey you want this show that's oh. the only way you can get them so i got the band episodes and everything on dvd pretty cool nice. Like you said, it was kind of cheesy, but it was entertaining. Oh, for sure. Yeah, no, I I wasn't. uh, Yeah, definitely. It it definitely, um, (laughs) for someone who's never heard anything about any of that stuff, that show is perfect to wake them up to the idea of it. Yeah, I would say he was one of the people that kind of woke me up a little bit. Uh, I remember one time coming home, tripping on acid. And his debate <laughs> with Piers Morgan was on TV. And he looked oh, like God. a crazy man. His hair is all over the place. He had like a leather jacket. Um, but he was destroying him. I mean, I was like, man, this guy's great. Just, And then from then on, I got into him until just recently where he's like, Oh, run down there and get the vaccine. Uh, my daughter was injured by him, but that's perfectly fine. Go get it. It wasn't made by the government. It was made by private industry, so it's fine. <laughs> he, he Even go- though he had the episode talking about exactly what's going on. <laughs> my friend, my boy on Rantcast goes on, uh, you know, sometimes he does these clubhouse things actually on Twitter. Like, he'll start, like, these chats, and I guess you can just go listen to him. I've never joined these things, so I don't know exactly what's going on, but one of my boys goes in his quite oftenly and, like, pretty much trolls him until he gets kicked out. Like, you know, busts his chops. He was he was asking him, what do you think about Ukraine? And, like, when he started promoting Ukraine, he's like, well, don't you know Azov or your fucking Nazis? And he's like, what do you think about that? He's like, I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, I'm not paying attention to this shit. You know? <laughs> but he was just trying he's to just get him to- going. It was so fucking funny. He's guy, just down there in Mexico smoking weed all the time. He don't care. Yeah. <laughs> all right, so back to... Uh, yeah. Yeah, I sidetracked you there. Yeah, you might have to get me back on track. Yeah. I can... We were talking I about can, the, uh, the one guy who was... Off. A, the one guy who was a judge uh, that, you know... Rutherford. I, yeah, it probably wasn't a judge, but... All right, so yeah, so I guess you can go on it wherever you wanted to go I'm, after him. I'm going to go back a little okay, bit. Okay, sure. That way, because... Um, let me say a little bit more about myself. Um, so when I was a kid, uh, I was more involved in the Jehovah's Witness stuff. My mom was real into it. Um, my grandparents were really into it. Uh, my dad was gone, so he wasn't really involved in it. Um, but like school, 
like I'd go to school and uh, you, you weren't allowed to. Uh, okay, so national anthem, <laughs> the, the, the pledge heard. of allegiance. You couldn't stand, right? It, <coughs> you were supposed to stand. You were supposed to, um, you know, show respect. They said, but you weren't supposed to put your hand over the heart. You weren't supposed to do anything to the flag because it was uh, an idol, a graven image. Um, so you're just allowed to stand. And you were like, I was the only kid in the whole school. <laughs> so eventually yeah. you, you, you don't want to be left out, so you kind of just join, join in. Oh, um, yeah, yeah. But it, it, it was... It was strange because you could, you would, you know, they, they really got you. When you were a kid, they would ingrain you and you would be in the meetings and they would, you know, they, you would, they would kind of like study in the meeting and there would be questions and then, they would normally have a couple kids answer, and those kids would answer like a basic question. Like they would say, you know, the question might be like, what's the name of God? And they'd be like, Jehovah. You know, indoctrinating like at young, 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 just learning to speak. So your brain's developing. That's, that's right there. Well, I remember being a kid and like, man, I want, I want to do all this. I want to preach. I want to do all this stuff. Uh, I'd be like like talking to kids and be like, oh, man, your parents could be a part of it and everything. But I wasn't allowed to go to kids' houses. Wow. I wasn't allowed to associate with anybody outside of, like, my family or the church. And, yeah, it it was real strange. It... Yeah, it was strange, man. I'll tell you that. And so, like, you probably have, didn't have much. Uh, I guess going to school, like associating with kids outside of like that were in your class, was there much of that, like, on your own? Like, because of you, were like, you know, oh, you can't hang out with them. They're not Jehovah's. You know, you can't. Oh, in school? No, I'm saying, like, outside of school, though. I'm saying, like, once you went, like. No, it took. A few years till about middle school before I even went to a friend's house. Um, and by that time, we were kind of, my mom was kind of not involved in it as much. So, you know, I was then able to hang out with kids and play video games and stuff like that. But, yeah, for a long time, yeah, I couldn't associate with anybody. Yeah, it was weird. And you just kind of went with it. It wasn't like you thought about it then, but you reflect on it now. It's like, man, <coughs> it, it. I mean, they they got it down. The the brainwashing, the mind control kind of stuff. Um, oh, we were, I had on. Uh, I had Roberta Glass on. Well, Rob, I I asked Roberta Glass to come on my show. She's covering. 
I don't know if you heard, like, there's this thing going on kind of up upstate New York where this guy had a, like, kind of like a sex cult. He had prostitutes working for him and shit. But yeah, we had, like, some sex ring going on. And, uh, you know, some of them, I think, were underage. And, uh, you know, they talk about, like, how he... Like, he had a system, and he knew exactly how, like, if he came across the right people. You know, you can kind of sometimes also read people and know who's easy or not. But, like, he almost did have, like, a formula of, like, you know, understanding of how to, like, actually break somebody and then just fill their mind with, like, you know, what your, your rules and shit. And, um... You know, fucking same thing as Charles Manson, same thing as Scientology. Like, um, I don't think that, honestly, when it comes down to it in a certain aspect, I don't think, like, all those things are all that different where the style of what they do to get what they want, you know? Uh, Like, there is, like, it's all an art of mental manipulation. Yeah, one of the things I used for research was the Leah Remini. Oh yeah, um, yeah. Aftermath. Yeah. On the third season, last episode is on Jehovah's Witnesses, and it, it's 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 pretty sad, man. Watching some of that and what the, some of those people went through. Like, I'm glad I wasn't that involved in it. Oh yeah. You know. Uh, oh, I had one guest later where... on. You go ahead. Go ahead, sorry. Well, no, the last guest, I think, yeah, well, late. Jack Pine, I think his situation, it, you know, he lost a lot of friends and family. Like, it was, you know, like, it, like he was, you know, leaving, like, he was alone to an extent, yeah. you know? And it, that's, you know, not anymore, but it was, you know, that's got to be rough. Oh, 100%. Especially, yeah, like, if you're like, holy, were... if you're like, holy fuck, I've just been fucked, mind fucked this whole time, like, one, it sucks that now, like, none of these people want to talk to you, and then it's got to suck is because it's like, fuck, they're still listening to this. You know, like, that's that's got to yeah. suck on so many different levels. Yeah, and you got nobody then, you know? Like, how, you know, that's got to be a deep, dark hole of depression, man. You can't talk to anybody. You can't ask you for any help. You know, they're all just shunning you basically (laughs) luckily my family has never been like that you know they've been involved in it but they would always talk with you they would always be around and and help you but yeah looks like your friend mike williams is do you know mike williams he seems to be commenting i think yeah 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 awesome yeah Yeah, your boy's watching nice yeah he works with me he's (laughs) Yeah, he's cool. Yeah, his he, his comment right there. His dad was Scottish Rite Freemason, and uh, yeah, he was pretty high up. I guess they didn't find out till like after he passed away or something. But, oh wow, interesting. Well, yeah, I guess if he was high up, maybe he didn't want anybody knowing why he was alive. A hundred percent. Um, you know, I wanted to ask. Uh, I can't remember exactly what Jack Pine had said when I when we had him on, but like as children, did they have like their own kind of like um, I guess like books or educational things kind of directed towards kids that yes 
Okay. Yes, there's like, one in particular called, um, it's just called Bible Stories. And it's like a kid's book. It's got a lot of pictures and the big letters and all that thing. And I remember reading that every night. My dad would read it to me. And I even have a Mandela effect with it. They used to have, it was like a boy sitting with the lion and the lamb in his lap. But that's wow. not even in the book anymore. Oh, wow. <laughs> I don't know if you know about the Mandela effect, but shit's crazy. I've, uh, well, I have seen differences in some of books, too, where things have been removed. Especially like a magical books, yeah, <laughs> like depending even, on like what copy or what version you have, or you know what I'm saying. Yeah, even the, you know, the Bibles and stuff are all different now. Like certain scriptures and stuff. Yeah, it's weird. But uh, yeah, they have kids books. Um, when you go to school, there was like a magazine your parents would give to your teachers. Can't quite remember the name. It was had a blue cover, and uh, it basically went over everything Jehovah's Witnesses believed. So it went over about the holidays and birthdays and uh, it, the national anthem and all this stuff. It had a whole, like, four or five-page thing. I remember my mom giving to my teachers. Um yeah, like now they got like little cartoons. They got like DVDs they sell. They got it's crazy. They got like whole productions. They got like a Roku app. They got really wow. Yeah, it's I the money in this organization is mind blowing. It's holy shit. It's crazy. This fucking Roku app. Yeah, they got a Roku app, yeah. Where <laughs> some older people have a Roku. They can watch the meeting in their living room and stuff like that. Reminds me of... Uh, now, sorry, go ahead. Because now since COVID, they don't even go to the halls anymore. It's all Zoom meetings. Really? You kind know of what, similar to your story. Yeah, yeah. You know, well, uh, the lodge has now... Well, they're fully open, but believe it or not... From what I've asked, um, there's like one or two people that kind of like deal with my sarcastic text every once in a while from, from the OTO. And, uh, you know, I'll ask them questions here and there. They know I just, I'm just looking to fucking bust balls and be nosy. Uh -huh. And as far as I know, they still are uh, vax. Uh, you, you still have to have a vaccination to even get in these lodges. So, like, you, you're telling me a room full of magicians. Right. <laughs> yeah, I'm afraid of people well, without vaccinations. It, it, well, like, they always talked about, like, the New World Order and the UN's going to take over and all this stuff. And when I was a kid, it always kind of seemed like they were, like, the... Like kind of like the like a fuck you to all them. Uh, you know what? Before we go on, I want you to be able to keep going on with your story. But I do. I actually have. I've never really actually had people ask questions for the guest, so I'm going to oh, ask cool. if if yeah. you can go ahead. 
Oh, put it out. Uh, I was hoping I had enough stuff. So. Uh, oh, this this could go on for a while, and I have no problem with that. Uh, Susan uh, is asking, uh, do, do you know like some of the basic tenets of uh, a Jehovah's Witness? Or what are the basic 100%. Tenets? All right, so, yeah. Want me to go into it? Yeah, sure. Yeah, if you can, like, maybe just do, All like, right. kind of give it a, a quick, just to answer the question, we could always go back to it later. Because yeah, I, I have, uh, I think I have... Uh, Another question from somebody else. So. Okay, so no hell. There's no such thing as hell. Uh, no holidays, including like Mother's Day, Father's Day, Thanksgiving. No birthdays. No um, blood transfusions. That's a big thing. Oh, yeah. I've, donations. I've seen them actually. I've seen them, I think, I mean, you know, sad to say, I could be wrong, but... I think I've seen cases that then like letting people die because they will just not take. Yeah, I mean, horrible. I mean, they on the Leia Remini Scientology show, they showed a clip of one of the conventions, which is like the bit they go to like a big arena and everybody shows up. It's like a big meeting, basically. Uh -huh. But uh, the main guy talking, I think he's part of the governing body, was like. Oh, this kid died and he refused to transfusion and he did this for Jehovah and it was so amazing and great that he gave his life for Jehovah and stuff. It's Fucking like, wild. come on, man. Like, he didn't even get a chance to live because of this, you know? Like, yeah. And the way he said it <coughs> sounded weird, man. Like, oh, like, well, to try to make sense of that and make it sound nice. It has to be. Yeah. It's going to sound fucking weird. <laughs> you know? Like, yeah. There's just no way to pull that off unless you're fucking stupid. You know what I'm saying? The person listening is sucked up already. Oh, it, they... You know what I'm saying? I noticed they kind of talk to you like you're a kid, kind of. They talk real, oh, how are you? Oh, it was a wonderful thing. and That kind of thing. Uh, yeah, yeah. You I've... know, the <coughs> mind control kind of thing. <coughs> yes. All right, so I don't want to. Next ones, keep if you don't mind, because now I'm actually getting more questions. So <laughs> go ahead, go yeah. ahead, because I'll go over. No, no, just yeah, just later. go through the tenets real quick. If, if there's like a list okay. of them that you can say real quick, and then we'll get back to them okay. later. No, no Trinity. Okay. Uh, Jesus is the Archangel Michael. Um, only a hundred forty-four thousand go to heaven. Um, the rest stay on earth like a paradise earth, like a perfect earth. Um, no idols, no idolatry. So nothing, like no crosses, nothing. Um, to go along with that, they believe that Jesus died on a stake and not a cross. Um, um, they Their most important day is the memorial of Jesus' death. And they typically, they do pass the bread, they pass the wine. And it's typically a day that you bring people that don't normally go, like maybe a friend or a family member. They bring them in, they kind of, yeah, they participate in it. And they, they count the numbers and every year the number's bigger. And I, I don't believe that. Um uh Uh, that's a, that's about it. 
All right. Well, there's I, more, but I'll go into it deeper. In a bit. <laughs> well, I think you can answer this one now kind of because of what you just said in some of them. Uh, the same, another person had, <laughs> Eric wanted to know, do they believe that Jesus was a real person who was tied to like a pole and not crucified? Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. He was a person. He was crucified on a stake, not a cross. Because, again, with the idol thing, no, so they won't even associate a cross. They just say, oh, you died on a stake. Okay, um, okay, yeah, awesome. I thought it was something yeah, you kind and of he answered. Is separate from God, hundred percent separate from God. He is the Son of God. He's not God. He's, yeah, it's, yeah. Hmm. Hopefully, I answered that. Yes, yes. And then uh, it's, uh, you know what? If you want to answer, if you want answer this one, and then we'll go back to what you were doing originally. Just want to get these yeah. out of the way. Uh, have you ever been to like any Jehovah's Witness meetings? Oh yeah. Can you give like a, just like a quick, you know? Yeah. Um, when you go, it's a real social thing. When you first get there, everybody's <laughs> talking and shaking your hands and hugging each other and real nice. Everybody's real cool and nice. Um, then once it starts, you start with uh, a song. Oh, you know, you know what I want to ask real quick because I'm yeah. picturing, I'm picturing the OTO in my mind as you're doing this. Um, everybody's, yeah, oh, even people that don't like each other, they still kind of act like, oh, you know, everybody goes around, all this whole, like, camaraderie and brotherly and sisterly love thing. Um, but there was so many fucking phrases that were just tossed around, too, you know? Um, it was, like, there were times where, because I had, uh, I had a friend, uh, two of them, actually, that I had known that, went to uh, Alcoholics Anonymous. So I had kind of gone to, uh, I think, two anniversaries, one for each of them. And just those two times, I had noticed there was just constant things, like said, even amongst people before the meeting started, like, you know, just listening to my surroundings. You hear, like, certain phrases and, like, I guess, you know, kind of, like, things that they just oftenly say. And... uh I, I noticed that in the OTO for sure. Like, oh, 93, do it that wilt, or if that's your will. Like, there was just so many phrases that were, like, constantly used and thrown around. Was there stuff like that that you would see, like, amongst, like, a, a Jehovah's Witness meeting? Did you guys have your own, like, spiritual phrases that people use to sound like they're playing the role? Because I think that's a lot of what I thought it was in the OTO. People would say these phrases just to sound like, oh, I'm Thelemic. <laughs> yes, 100%. It's, it seemed very fake in a way. Like, they act like your buddy. You're talking to them. And then more than likely, they're talking behind your back. Yeah. You know, but, when but, they're talking to somebody else. But there's, yeah, there was, there's certain phrases, um, such as... You refer to everybody as brother and sister. So we do so that like, in the OTO as well. And or sibling. It, do you they, guys use sibling at all or no? No. Right. But they use the last name only. So be like uh, like brother Sanchez mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Sister Smith or something. Yeah. Yeah, did it, people that, um they never took on different names, did they? 
No. Okay. No. All right. Because right. yeah, I know, like in in secret societies, you can give yourself a different name, a certain you know, it, it's specific things that you might do. It's normally just your name, your last name. Okay. Oh no, I was just wondering. Yeah. No, I'm yeah, seeing um, commonalities through. Uh, I I'm seeing commonalities kind of a little bit with the OTO, so I'm just asking more questions. You know, so. Oh, you're good. Um, so the songbook, you start off with a song. So they start playing music over the speakers. It's kind of like uh, like orchestra kind of music, like violins and stuff. And then in the songbook, you have all the words and you sing it. And then after you sing, you have a prayer. And then after prayer, the meeting starts. So whatever the subject is, they begin start talking about it. Um, you know, and then somewhere in the middle of the meeting, they might have like like reenactments. Like they'll kind of act out a scene and, you know, like let's say they're acting out going door to door and one person's acting like somebody at somebody's home and they play it out and stuff like that. Um, and then normally how it ends, you get another song, you pray, and then as soon as that prayer is over, um, everybody just starts talking. I mean, it's like everybody was looking forward to the, oh my God, we can talk to everybody now again. Hey, it, it was yeah, every it, time. And so, so that was so that was the beginning. Like that's how like it started off. Because like like in the OTO, like if the for the Gnostic Mass, um, it starts off with kind of like I I like when I when I first went because again because of just an exposure to two AA meetings that I went to. And, for, and I found it, I don't know why, I just, not that, I mean, I was, I was happy, believe me. I was happy that my friends were there, and they were there for, like, multi, you know, ridiculous amount of years of sobriety. So, I was happy to see that they were, like, you know, a much better person. But, you know, there was just a lot of things that I even caught that I just thought was, like, very, like, uh, repetitive. And uh, I was like, yo, this is almost like the fucking AA preamble going on in here. Like, like they had, like, something that they would repeat. Every fucking time that would start it off, and it was like kind of yeah. making claims, and like everybody would repeat it, and so like you guys kind of had like your own opening prayer, I guess, before the festivities started. Yes. Okay. Hundred yes, percent. Right. Right. Yeah, and it's whoever's talking at the moment normally gives it. Gotcha. So normally throughout it, you have like three or four different people talking about different subjects or something. Um. Now, like, when you were having yeah. these things, could you have, like, different people, like, uh, like, all right, with the OTO, again, with the Gnostic Mass, which is, like, kind of their their version, version of church service, I guess, best way to put it. Um, I, there could be three or four different people that could play the deacon, you know what I'm saying? Or there could be a couple mm -hmm. of different people who might, who could be the priest or the priestess, or then the children, like, it wasn't always the same people, like... Could you have a service that's, or whatever your kind of stuff that's being done, and would it be like not always the same person? To, was there more than one oh, yeah. like kind of person to do that shit? Yeah, there was normally everybody has a role in a way, uh, um, but like can multiple people play the same role? That's what I'm getting at. Yes. Yeah, oh, okay. Because right. like if you're an elder, there's 
I have it written down somewhere, but there's like, I, I believe six or something normally. So those guys could switch out. Then you have the gotcha. people. Gotcha. Yeah. See, this is what I kind of was just uh, getting at. Yeah. Interesting. Holding the mics, the people that pass the mics, the people that run the mixer, you know, things like that. They, er, certain people have certain roles. Yeah. Like, you know, like, like people in, that. Like in the OTO, like if you get, uh, I think, I don't think it was as necessary at the beginning, but at some point when I was going, I think they changed the rules or maybe they just started obeying them. I don't know. But something happened to when they were like, uh, there was a part called the children part and it was like the, I would say it's probably the easiest fucking role that you can do in the whole thing. And, uh. It's a good way, I guess, for, like, members that are interested in the Gnostic Mass to, I guess, like, find a way to kind of get involved. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, basically, it's, you know, you're representing the pillars, really. And um, you just follow the priest or the priestess, and one has the water and the, the salt, and the other one has the incense and the incense burner. And um, you kind of just follow them for whenever they need that throughout the you know the ritual or mass or whatever you're watching. It's it's really a story and a ritual in itself, I think. But uh, at some point it changed, and it's like you had to be baptized and I think done communion through the Gnostic Catholic Church, uh, the their you know the EGC. Uh, but then, like as long as you did that, you were able to. Any anybody if they asked if they asked you that's a whole other question, but you were eligible now to be able to start taking on other you could start taking on the children role or you could even mm-hmm. ask to do the deacon and start studying for that. So, like there were things that you even had to do to be able to even get roles in their mass. <laughs> you know. Oh yeah, it's it's the same way. Um, I have the roles here. Let me find it. Um, Sorry to take you off course, but I mean, no, you're good. I'm sure we'll get to everything. We'll just bounce around, so, not in the order you thought it was going to go in. If you just go to the meetings, you're not necessarily considered a member. You're only considered a member if you if you're baptized or if you're uh, preaching. So if you're going door to door, you know, preaching. Now, now you know, going to different people's houses. This is something I actually never thought about, and because you're saying that now, is this like a church that, like, let's say I just decided I wanted to go to like once or twice a month, I could just keep going, and they would just never really say anything. I just wouldn't be a member. You know how, like, yeah, like, like, say, be. like, I wanted to go down to the Catholic church a couple of blocks away from me. I could just, I can go all the fucking time. I just not a member. I just fucking go home and leave. You know what I'm saying? I could, you yeah. could even do that with like Jehovah's Witnesses, like uh, hundred percent. Oh, I never knew that. That's interesting to know. Wow. Yeah. All right. It, now, I mean, the OTOs, going, even, the OTOs, even like that. They have open classes where you could just fucking come. You don't even have to be a member. Never have to become one. They're open, and you can just show up. Yeah, it's the same way. That's interesting. now if you go, uh, more than likely people are going to be trying to convince oh, you yeah, like hey come with us come yeah. oh have you thought door. about becoming uh, you know maybe taking in the oto the whole thing is like minerval that means like you're kind of like uh one foot over the line as a member it's like you're interested in becoming a member and i think that's kind of even just like another like way to kind of like 
suck you in. It's like, oh, well, you're 100%. not really. And then as soon as you do that, the funny thing is, technically, I think if you go by the degrees, technically, of what they state you are, you are not a sibling or brother or a sister until you've taken the first degree. But I'll tell you one thing. After I took Minerva, everybody was calling me bro, brother, sibling. So that threw me off because I even knew, I'm almost positive, I even knew the rules and I knew that, you know, you got that label at first degree. So when people started saying it to me, literally after the Minerva initiation, I was a little thrown off. And I'm like, oh, maybe these people really like me so they don't care. You know, and I'm like... (laughs) Looking back at it now, and I'm like, this is all the shit to make you feel a part of, make yeah. you feel like you're family already, even though you're not a oh, full member, you know? 100%. Yeah. Yeah, they, I mean, when you go there, nicest people in the world, nicest people, everybody's trying to shake your hand, everybody's trying to meet you, and this and that, it's... It's that very thing. They're just trying to make you feel a part of it, welcome, you know. And then eventually, you're you're deep in it. <laughs> <laughs> you know what was weird with my experience? Not too many people actually paid much fucking attention to me at all. But the ones that did were more of the higher up. And then, like, I didn't know that at first. And then when I did. I fell into that whole fucking stupid putting people on a pedestal. I was like, oh, if they seem to talk to me and take an interest into me, you know, maybe I should fucking keep going, you know, maybe, you know, and it's just so all the fucking mind fuck, you know? Oh, yeah. Yeah. All right. So uh, I'm yeah, sorry. They you keep going. I forgot what I was talking about. Do uh, you think the shit with the elders and maybe, um, <laughs> oh, maybe like stuff that you had to do in order to like, were there like uh, classes or things like maybe to get certain positions? That's what I was talking about. Like there was baptisms okay. uh-huh. and commun- you know, communions and shit. I might have taken you off of that. Yeah, I, it's okay. Um, one second. Yeah, you can just go back to whatever you want. I fucked you up on that one. Um. Let's see here. Okay, so the very beginning level is an associate. So you're just associated. And I read that you technically can't even get in trouble, basically, (laughs) uh, as an associate. But what they'll do... They won't start shaming you yet. (laughs) They'll start telling everybody about what you did. (laughs) <laughs> Yo, I think yeah, the guy that say. the guy Jack that I had on before, it didn't necessarily say it like in that sense, like if you weren't a member yet, but he did say that like even his experience there, it's like everybody kind of I think did talk about each other. Oh yeah. <laughs> um all right, so keep going. Associate and then uh And then you would be a student. So Oh, really? Yeah, so you're basically, you just you're a part of the study program. So you would be going to somebody's house and studying, or going to the hall and studying with one elder or something. You know, you can kind of ask them questions and they uh, answer for you. A lot of the times, 
I heard in a video a couple days ago, um, uh, there's this guy, his name's Lloyd Evans, I think. He's this British former Jehovah's Witness. Um, but he was saying that, uh, uh, now I just lost my, oh, <laughs> sorry. I'll remember it here in a second. <laughs> oh, man. Um, oh, you know what? I got a question here. Here, perfect, perfect. Right. Right. And then maybe we'll just segue into something else. Uh, I have a question here. Um, this is actually kind of interesting. Um, it's a good question. Uh, I don't know if he, they're saying Prince was supposedly a Jehovah's Witness. I, I never, I might have heard that. Yeah. I don't remember. I don't know if he, if he is or not. Who knows? But the question is, do they recruit like Scientology? Like, I know Scientology definitely goes for, like, kind of people who, like, might be of wealth or stardom of or, or fame. But, like, do the Jehovah's, like, have any kind of angle like that at all? Or? It, it's really they get anybody they can that's interested. <laughs> it doesn't it's matter if they're, so if they're broke or rich. People. They it, just want the numbers. More, <laughs> yeah, it's more of the poor people and... Uh, uh, a worker class and stuff like that. You know, Jordan Maxwell, he used to be a witness. He, that's what he says. He says, it's all about recruiting the working class, the poor people, the um, ghetto neighborhoods and stuff like that. Um, but, Man. and that's like definitely take done Prince on or Michael Jackson or whatever. Um, yeah. Prince didn't become one until after his mom passed away. That was her, like her wish that he would become one. So he did after really? she, be after she passed away and he, uh, he was a with, with some bass player. He was in some funk band. He was a part of it and they used to kind of like study together and stuff like that. But I don't know how involved he was in it, you know, because he came out and had that symbol that he used. Oh, yeah, he changed, like, yeah, he changed, like, to a symbol, really. You know, yeah, because yeah. he saw the form, the artist formerly known as Prince. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and that is completely against their beliefs. And you know what? I thought that that kind of, that symbol, to me, I, well, it represents a bunch of different things, but, like, to me, it almost kind of looked like the mixture of uh, like Venus and Mar, uh, Venus and Mercury, like kind mm -hmm. of the mix of the sexes, um, possibly even like the eclipse too. But whatever, it was definitely yeah. an occult symbol. Hundred um, percent. We'll get back to uh, if I remember correctly. All right, now you were saying there were an associates. Now I guess those are people that kind of just went to the church, didn't really have. Uh, is it like I guess one foot in, one foot out? Uh, you don't have to. You don't have to go with the rules, but people will talk shit about you if you don't. Yes, one hundred percent. And then after that, what is that like? I'll be, so you if you a were associate, you would then become a student if you started studying with a group or something like that. And then the next level after that is ministerial servant. So. You basically help the elders. Um, you you know you preach. You have a quota of preaching hours, 
So you oh, have sure. to put in a certain amount door, to going door to door. It, yeah. I, I have it written somewhere. All right. But yeah, it's probably I think like I heard that. 10 hours or something. Yeah, Maybe I've, an hour, I think I have written down. I've, uh, I think um, uh, that guy that we had on last time, he said that. And I think I might have even have covered that when we did like the Jehovah's series. But, um, yeah, have you, did you ever hear of those stories where, I mean, I know, I think we, there was at least maybe one, if not two, that I mentioned on our series. It may have only been those instances, but have you ever heard of like people that were actually registered sex offenders, like going out into the just you know recruiting? You know, door to door. Like, have you do you, have you ever heard that? Like, you that you know of personally, or have you heard you, stories of that? No. They, oh, okay. The okay. only pe- pedophilia things I come across is when I started researching this. Okay. Um, you know, there's somebody um, I'm related to that rumored to be one. Oh, fuck. I'm so sorry. But there's no, like, evidence. Uh, another family member told me, like, in the 80s, at one of their halls, that a uh, family got in a car accident, and I guess the girl was, the young girl was injured pretty bad. And I guess, I guess through a doctor examination or something, they found out the dad was molesting her for years. Oh, man. And, you know, it, it seems to be pretty rampant in it. You know, I, I never experienced it myself. I never seen it. But hearing all these different stories, it's it's sad, man. Oh yeah. Of it's course, really yeah. sad. Oh yeah, there was a you know in the Jehovah's Witness series that we did, there was like a couple of cases that we covered with that and yeah. It's it's pretty fucking uh upsetting cuz I I never realized and I'm not trying to push that on to them and saying, like, they're the worst. But there is a lot of cases of it, you know, j- just like the Catholic Church, you know. You know mm-hmm. different than anyone else, you know. Um, and uh, I have a question. Do you know if Michael Jackson was a Jehovah's Witness? Yeah. Yeah, his mom was always. Um, they were raised up in it. Uh, I... I, I the dad who was notoriously like horrible, right? He, uh, um, he, uh, I, I guess he used to, they used, he used to take them to like strip clubs and to perform and stuff like that. I think he, there was some story of molestation with him, even the, the father, he used to beat him. But wow. yeah, I think his mom was always in it. And if she's still alive, I think she still is. But, yeah, she Holy was always involved. Shit. But I didn't yeah. know that. So J- yeah, Michael Jackson's himself, mom, mom I was don't a know Jehovah- how involved. But his mom was a Jehovah's Witness for a while? Yes, yes. Yeah, there's all kinds. There, I think... Uh, yeah, I see. I find that uh, shit interesting. Like, See, like, I wanted to... There's, like, certain artists. Like, I'm even going to say uh, Kanye West. 
and I don't want to mm-hmm. kind of get off the uh, get off the topic too much, but like there are certain artists where you know, like how sometimes you kind of hear of people having handlers or controllers, you know, shit like that. Yep. Um, mm-hmm. If you wanted to really get into occult symbolism, which sometimes, like, all right, like if you want to take an idea uh, as above and then represent it as below, sometimes, like, you will really try to, like, every single thing about it, you'll try to represent to make sure it works. Um, Like, a handler really is kind of like somebody uh, creates, you know, a mindset for a person to believe and react and this and that. That really is a lot of left pillar head bitch uh scarlet whore type shit (laughs) and Mm -hmm. i've always wondered with certain artists that seem to have like kanye was you know very close with his mother uh you know who knows about michael jackson but is there some people that maybe i hate to say it you know with their mothers much more of a bigger part of where they ended up getting you know who knows you know what i mean Mm -hmm. i know as fucked up as or crazy as that can sound uh, you never know, you know. No, I I agree. I mean, there is believe yeah. it. I, you know, I do say a lot of times that there isn't as much sex magic as people think there is, but there are <laughs> people who are fucking and trying to reproduce at certain times, trying to birth a specific thing. That oh, yeah. is real, as wild as that sounds. So, you never know. I mean, you could be one of those cases. I agree. Yeah, yeah there's. Uh think serena williams and vanessa williams i think they grew up jehovah's witnesses i think uh dmx i think his like mother was uh yo see that this is another thing too if some i've noticed i don't know fucking river phoenix was part of some weird ass fucking cult as a kid i had no idea and i think his Mm -hmm. family was involved like i think um charlie sheen and somebody else also i think and I was like, yo, you know, sometimes, like, I wonder if you were to actually spend the time to, like, maybe actually try to dig into some of these people, if you can find it online, and their family members. I'm like, I'm wondering if there is a lot more of, like, people that made it big in TV or media where they have some kind of lineage to these weird fucking places. You know what oh, I'm saying? Like, and, and oh, yeah. I just, I think, it, I think it's a lot more than people think or or no yeah the list of people in it honestly that became famous is pretty crazy like uh george benson you know who that is no no he he was a famous jazz guitar player um even my grandparents met him i think at like a convention you want me to explain what those are? What the conventions? Conventions, yeah. Yeah, actually, I'm sorry to. I hopefully, if I mean, if we have to do this more than once, so we just stay on for a while. I'm getting people out asking questions, so and I and I do want to try to get them in. Uh, maybe this might be a quick one for you. Why do okay. only few participate in the Eucharist? Sorry for the spelling. <laughs> you know, that's a good question because I don't even know what the hell that is. To be honest with you. Really? <laughs> Tell him to elaborate on what Eucharist is. Well, like, And then maybe... Was there anything like... Like, all right, in the 
well, I guess the same thing as the Catholic Church, really. But for, like, the OTO and the Gnostic Mass, we had a Eucharist and a uh, thing of, like, wine that we would do at the end. Is there anything mm-hmm. like that at in, within your church or Mass or okay. classes? The only thing is the memorial, which is uh, celebrating Christ's, you know, sacrifice or whatever. Um, they pass bread and they pass wine. Um, the people that partake are supposed to go to heaven, but not everybody partakes. Most people in the in the the halls don't don't do it. I've never seen anybody do it, but supposedly, you know, of course the high ups, the top guys do. Um, but yeah, that's the only thing. Yeah, that's the only thing that I can think of. Um, the the bread has to be unleavened. It can't have any. Basically, let me find where I have this written. You know what I'm gonna go the, the uh, while you're looking for that. I will mention the OTO has a uh, Eucharist. Um, I'm not sure if everybody knows. It is called the Cake of Light, and you can actually look up and see what's in it. Uh, my uh, dumbass, uh, naive self did not know what was in it for a long fucking time after I was going. Uh, even though, I was even though, up when you learned, when uh, you told what it was, and you know, the crazy thing is, I'm going to be 100% honest with you. I probably because I had, I had uh, read, uh, you know, tons of Crowley stuff before I even got into practicing magic. I read some of his stuff just because I had heard from him and I was like, this shit is fucking crazy. It makes no sense. Some of it I actually thought was straight up fucking retarded. So I was just like, it was almost entertaining. And then like some of his stuff, I was like, this is just over the top. It's fucking boring. But uh, I, I'm, I'm, I'm almost 100% positive. I'm sure I had read what was in these things multiple fucking times prior to getting involved. I don't know how the fuck I forgot that this was mentioned, but uh, they do have a cake of light, and the it's made by the priestess that is doing the mass that day, mm-hmm. and uh, part of the ingredients is uh, menstrual blood um, that comes from that priestess. They'll put that in there. They will bake that down supposedly to a like burnt crisp, and then make the batch again without the blood and then uh i don't know the reason why it's making me bring this up is i don't know if they actually really bake it that much because there was times (laughs) this is so crazy me even talking about you know certain nobody's cakes was the same you know what i'm saying like everybody's Mm -hmm. had like neither more of a drier texture or some was a little bit more, I guess, damp. I, you know, and I don't even want it. <laughs> there like, wasn't a consistent recipe. <laughs> well, yeah. I don't even want to try to understand why some of them might not have been as, you know, why one might have been more wet than the other. Who the fuck knows? But, you know, um, I just I just assumed, but, um, like, there wasn't, like, a consistent for sure. But uh, just in case anybody didn't know, there is a uh, cooked up, uh, menstrual fluid in those things 
fuck, fucking wild. You know, and the crazy thing is, is mm, yo, and yeah. I, yo, and I even, I even said straight up. The funny thing is, before I even realized that, I've even told people like, yo, if if they had extras, I would have taken them. Because they were they tasted like fig newtons to me. And I was like, yo, these fucking things are good. I remember you saying that. And I'm like, like no. Newtons. I'm like, no. <laughs> Those things are good as hell, too. So. I, I felt so dirty, too, because I'm like, yo, that came from her. I'm like, oh. Oh, oh. <laughs> oh shit. And, that, and it, listen, I'm not, listen, I'm not saying... I'm not saying, like, you know, I'm God's gift to women either. You know, I understand that, but fuck, like, no way. <laughs> oh, I would have freaked out, man. I would have been, oh. Well, you know what's funny? You know what's funny? See, this actually worked out perfect for me. And, you know, and this is the craziest thing. And and I'll, then I'll get back to your cult. Or whatever, because I'm talking about okay. mine now way too Perfect. much. Way too much. Um, <laughs> even knowing that, I was like, well, you know what I can do? If I get involved in the mass, then I don't have to. Because for some reason, the people who did the mass were actually not allowed to take the Eucharist. And I thought that was fucking weird. You know, that's and I like I don't that was one of the rules that all of a sudden came to be like why I was there, too. And, you know, it wasn't like that at first. And uh, so I actually, and pretty much any time I ever attended the Mass, uh, no, actually any time after that, um, was normally for like one or you know, for two, about two or three different dudes that I knew that could deacon. Whenever they deaconed, uh, they could sometimes, or no, not deacon. If they were being the priest, uh, them and the priestess can kind of like choose the children. And uh, there was like two or three of them that I was kind of close with. I wasn't, they weren't libtards and neither was I. So uh, they would like kind of would stick together and try to like, you know, mm -hmm. help out, you know, at least get people involved because it was very cliquish there mm -hmm. as well. That you had the same fucking group with the same fucking mindset, doing the same fucking classes, doing the same fucking masses over and over again. It was so easily to me to see that you had two or three of the same fucking group of people that like ran mostly everything, you know, when they're all, all of the liberal fucking mind and pussies or some of them, uh, so these dudes would ask me, yo, do you want a child? And I'd be like, oh, fuck yeah, how comes? Because I don't have to eat or drink anything. <laughs> so I was like, sure. So I would go then. But I, I never, uh, if I remember correctly, after I figured that out, I don't think I ever went back as somebody on the side just getting involved in the mass. Oh, okay. Yeah. So you were like helping? I was part of the actual mass of the ritual. Like, I, I was one of the... They called them childs. It was... I, I would be one of those people that would follow the priestess around, or the priest around, either with the bowl of water and the salt, or it would be an uh, incense burner and incense. You, oh, were, okay. you were literally okay. representing kind of the pillars, the left or the right pillar. Okay. Following okay. the story going up the tree of life, and you... Okay. You know... So if it was because uh, that you could do if you were baptized or did, and, and did communion, 
you're you're eligible to do those and i had already taken that so i was like you know what i'll if i can do that i'll go to the mass but i'm really i don't want to go because I, I don't care to eat those cookies anymore okay okay <laughs> <laughs> just bring fig newtons and yeah, bacon yeah. or something yeah yeah I'll, I'll pick it up in my hand and like kind of just slip a fig newton in my mouth and pretend they ain't <laughs> <laughs> throw it behind your shoulder <laughs> Oh man, that's funny. Oh, all right. So uh, let me see if there's any other questions before we go back to uh, what you're okay. saying. All right. Uh, Eucharist Christianity. Um, all right. So basically, you did explain that only the people with the Eucharist were like kind of the high ups who I guess thought that they were important. They were the ones who did it. Yes. Yeah. So do you even think that was a way of them trying to make people think we're important and you should listen to us? Yep. Hundred percent. Interesting. Nice, nice. It's <laughs> I don't know, man. It 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 seems like that once you start looking at it, the higher ups they almost deify themselves like they're oh, a god or something, yeah. and that's not what they're supposed to do at all. You know, because there's a special book that okay, so. The people that run each kingdom hall, the head people are called elders. Well, there's a special book that they're only allowed to read or use, and it's called uh, Shepherd the Flock of God. And women aren't even allowed to touch the book. Holy and shit. It's, and it's basically a guideline to everything so basically like if you know it shows you how to discipline somebody and what what you're supposed to do for a certain sin or something and yeah and it is only for uh uh for the elders the top high ups and i wanted to show you something interesting with that i'm going to look up a, a scripture for you because in their book Okay, so the title is. Uh, um, you know what's weird? I know the shepherd uh, a flock of God. If, if you don't mind, if you don't mind, just interjecting real quick. That is a thing. Uh, fuck, I remember seeing it in a movie, and I, I'm, I mean, I'm almost positive. Like, this might be of actual truth, but I think when it comes to certain, or it used to be, um, if you were getting into the Kabbalah, I guess you know Hebrew. You know, if, if you were Jewish or whatever fucking descent. I'm sure I'm using the wrong fucking terminology, but if uh, you were getting into that stuff, I think it was only for men. Like, it was kind of like frowned upon for women even, like, trying to think about stuff like that, you know? They're horrible when it comes to women. Really? Like, like they're, they are and there aren't. The, and they're not, if that makes sense. They, uh, you know, the man runs everything. Your husband, you have to listen to everything he says, everything he does. Like, you basically are like the slave to the man. You know, it, they, they can't they can't hold high up positions. They can't be an elder. They can't be an overseer. It, 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 they basically just stay at one level and that's it, which is basically uh, ministry where they preach and go door to door. 
Oh, wow. But I got an interesting thing. You know, I've even so, heard real quick, just real quick. I've even heard, I, and I, you know, I don't know how truthful it is, but uh, I remember coming across like a thing on, on the internet where there was like the person was an anonymous person, so who knows if it was true or not. But they said that they were in the OTO for a while and they got like pretty high up there, and they said like at some point, like like you know, when it comes to other positions going higher up, women mm-hmm. uh, do not have many options. As men do it, actually, and they they did not not like that. Yeah, I think that's kind of messed up, man. Yeah. I'm a little old school. Like, I think you should be the man of the house, but holy shit, you could. I mean, you gotta let them. You know, they should be able to progress just as much as oh, anybody God. else. I would hope my, yeah, I would hope the person I'm with would keep thinking. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Yeah, I progress. So, yeah. I'm going to show you something strange. Okay, so that special <laughs> book is called Shepherd the Flock of God. And underneath the title, they have a scripture. And they do that with a lot of their stuff. They'll have, like, a, a scripture with the title showing that they got it from the Bible or something. Okay, so it says it's First uh, Peter chapter 5, verse 2. This is the 1984 version. This Bible. It's their 1984 version. I'm going to read you what it says. Okay, so it says, Shepherd the flock of God in your care, not under the compulsion, but willingly, neither for love or dishonest gain, but eagerly. Okay, now I'm going to read the new one. And remember, the people that oversee the different kingdom halls and stuff, they're called overseers. Oh. Now the new one, okay, 5-2, shepherd the flock of God under your care, serving as overseers, not under compulsion, but willingly before God, not for love of dishonest gain, but eagerly. It's like, why put that word in there? Almost deifying the overseers, like you're like, oh man, uh, these are the aligned right in the Bible. Yeah, I'm supposed to listen to them and do everything they tell me. Yo, like you know what they? I've seen that shit, kind of. Uh, I mean, maybe not to the extreme as like uh, the people that that you you had at your place, but you know, even within the OTO, there was a couple of times there was speakers that. You know, were kind of known. Oh, you know, they they might have maybe even published books. Uh, maybe even had, you know, and I've said it before, there are people within the orders who kind of do make books, and it only kind of recycles within, you know, that with the OTO. It's not something published, and not something mm-hmm. you're probably gonna fucking find online at all. You know, like there was a book that I had gotten for the Star Ruby. You know, uh, there's a couple of different versions of the Star Ruby. And uh, I was kind of asking around to people that I knew that were a little bit more serious. There was members of the OTO that were also in the Astrum Argentum. And I got along with like two of them. And they very were much more of like uh, regimented and serious what they were doing. 
So I would sometimes ask them questions about like, you know, specific Crowley rituals. And uh, one of them I had asked about the Star Ruby because, like, there's two different versions of it. There's one in the Book of Lies, and then there's one in another one or something like that. He has two different versions, and, you know, he kind of gives an explanation or you can kind of see what the differences might have been. But, like, do both of them still work for different reasons? You know, I just, I'm very, like, listen, I was a conspiracy theorist prior to magic. (laughs) So I'm already looking at this, well, all right, what the fuck's the deal with this? I'm yeah. sure they probably both work. Maybe one's for something else. Maybe one's you're doing something. You don't even know what the fuck you're doing, but you're really doing something. Who knows? So I like really wasn't comfortable with kind of getting into it that much without knowing. So uh, I, you know, had asked people that I thought might have been you know more versed on it. And, you know, if they were in the Astrum Argentum, they're going to have kind of their way of, I'm sure of being told how to do it if it's any different than than how most people understand it. Because the Golden Dawn even does yeah. that. You get up high enough in the Golden Dawn, you will find out the lesser banishing, riching, lesser banishing ritual, the pentagram, according to them, is done differently now. You've been doing it wrong the whole <laughs> time. You know, or there's extra movements that you do. So um, I had asked a few people, and they were like, oh, yeah, I think, I think the guy's name, fuck it, Bob Stein might be his name. Uh, he, he wrote books, you know, and he's a, a name in the OTO. And, uh, so they were like, you know, I'll ask so-and-so if I can give you so-and-so's book, if it's okay. Oh, whatever. Mm-hmm. I guess I was one of the cool kids that week and I got the book. But, um, that person one time came, people like adorned this fucking dude practically. They were in awe. You know, and it was just like, yo, he's just, like, I get it, but he's just a regular dude. And, like, the crazy thing is, too, like, as much as a piece of shit as Crowley was, he had repeatedly, at least once, but I'm sure repeatedly, straight up fucking said, do not put me up on a pedestal. I am not that person. And yeah. everybody there did. You know, we no, celebrated his yeah. fucking death. You know, we celebrated yeah. things about him. How the fuck is that not showing you putting him up on a pedestal? Yeah, and it's supposed to be the same thing with them. You know, the only thing that is, you know, you're supposed to put on a pedestal is God. But now you got overseers. Now you got uh, circuit overseers. You got, and when your circuit overseer comes, everybody puts on a smile. Everybody acts a little different. Uh, you know, they're happy and they're welcoming him. And guess what? The particular hall that he's at, they pay for his like basic living expense. Like they pay for his food. They pay for whatever. And then the organization pays for his lodging. They get him a vehicle. They get they get everything. And then now you have them changing scripture and putting in a word that shouldn't even be in there. Overseer. Uh, you know? And, and, and everybody before you know it, there the, is going to... Before you know sorry. it, the interpretation starts changing. Yep. 
you know, and everybody down there is going to see that word and be like, overseer. Yeah, those are the guys that that help help us out, and they come here and check out everything, and you know. And I just happened to stumble upon that. I saw the scripture. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to look it up. I read it. I saw overseer. I'm like, you know, I'm going to look it up in the older Bible and see if it's in there. Of course, it's different. It's similar, but different. Now, if you read it on the new one, they have like a like a st- little asterisk or something next to it. And if you go to the bottom, it shows what it actually says in the old one. Oh. But you have to specifically go down there and read it. Like, I don't know if you can see it, but like, like down here, there's like a special section. And you have to specifically go down there and read that to read what it actually said. And it's like, well, why are you changing it? You know, I, I don't know that, that, that's a red flag to me, especially putting overseer in there and you know, deifying them. And then, of course, your governing body, which is the high-ups, the guys that run the organization, they're all anointed. They're all going to go to heaven. You know, they're, you know, God appointed them. You know, they're, they were the chosen ones to run this. You know, it's, yeah, it just it just starts getting away from what they're supposed to be about. <laughs> well, so it's making people deities within a fucking religion. Yeah. Or within a cult. And their whole thing is no no idol worship, no idolatry. And that idolatry includes people. You know, you can idol people. Um, Yo, you know, that's another thing, like, I used to say, like, you know, there's even a phrase, like, within the OTO. And I, I could literally, unfortunately, I, I haven't, you know, been reading these books as much as I used to. But I know, like, a slave to the gods, that literally could be something that came for Crowley, but it was, you know, it was like, you know, a phrase used a lot, like, oh, I'm not going to be a fucking slave to the gods anymore, that's why I'm doing magic, or, you know, that's why I'm practicing and doing this and that. And I'm like, you know, did you not realize that when we're doing this, who are we normally invoking or evoking? Or calling upon what what like when you, when you go to do your ritual, and you've brought into whatever space or energy or archetype that you're wanting to invite in, what is that? And it's normally like a fucking some god from some pantheon, you know, or an angel or a demon or. It's always mm-hmm. like you're calling upon something else still that you think is going to get you or help you get what you want or obtain what you want. Like, like I don't think people truly realize when you're, in my opinion, when you're doing it like that, I mean, you know, maybe it's a little, it may not be that cut and dry, but I think a lot of times people don't realize how much more of a slave you kind of still are when you're doing this shit because... You're still calling upon Toth, or I'm still asking Horus, or I'm still asking Hathor. Like, I, I'm not asking God or, like, within myself. I'm still asking someone else to make this happen. 
yeah, it's not working for me. I'm working for it kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, like, you know, that kind of reminds me of, you know, Crowley trying to bring his guardian angel to, uh, you know, basically control the different demons and all that kind of thing. (laughs) That that dude, yeah. I don't want to get off the subject, but... No, no. I, I think uh, people people should read his Moonchild book and take that maybe a little bit less, you know, like bullshit and maybe more of a possibility and look at it in a cold terms. I think he was very much at one point into kind of like replacing minds into people with other entities. You know, mm-hmm. or putting them oh, in, or putting them in into things, and that's oh the, yeah. yeah, that's that's some fucking yeah, wild he shit. Like to and that break that's, people that's, down. Yeah, I mean, it's getting totally off the subject now. Yeah. Um, another thing uh, I had, I figured, I mean, this could end up going into a discussion, but or maybe you could cover mm-hmm. this quick. Um, I mean, I already kind of know the answer from having Jack on, but uh, person wanted to know about how families have to disconnect with members who have done wrong accordingly. According to the elders' punishment seems harsh. Uh, like, they pretty much, like, shun you, I'd assume, right? Yep. Yeah. It, it, you're called disfellowshipped. Um, now, is and... there, like, like, and I'm not trying to be silly, is there, like, verbal warnings, written warnings? Like, is there, like... Or, or, or could this just be like, yo, that was so fucked up, you're done. Um, supposedly, the elders are supposed to kind of, you know, talk it out with you and maybe give you, a, you know, a warning kind of thing. But it doesn't normally happen, I, I feel like. Yeah, they they call in a judicial, it's called a judicial, I think, hearing the elders. So you have all your elders in their, their office. They have like a, like a meeting room. And then the person that did something wrong goes in there and they basically just start interrogating them. You know, I heard this story the other day on a video. He was a former elder. And I guess this lady, it was on a Lloyd Evans video, that British guy. I guess a lady, had like did something sexual or something and you're not supposed to have sex out of marriage. Um, and the guy, was she of age? It was a former. Sorry, sorry. I, I think she was, oh, okay, I think right. she was, right. but because she did it out of marriage. Uh-huh. All right. So that was the found only issue out. actually. Okay. Yeah. But the elder said that some of the other elders were asking, crazy questions like real personal stuff like they shouldn't even be asking the guy was kind of like what the like you know he was saying like like where were your fingers and what were you doing and that's like asking this super personal stuff instead of just okay you did this sexual thing it's wrong or you know you're just fellowshipped or something it's literally an interrogation and then the the lady started crying, and the guy was like, they were like, oh, well, we're going to have, like, a second meeting. And she was like, no, I'm not going to even talk with you guys anymore. That was, like, traumatizing, basically. But, yeah, they they have a meeting, 
Yo, they, and they, they docu- you know, it. they document a lot of this stuff as well, too, right? Oh yeah. Uh, <laughs> Even I, though, like, I, I let's they, say, let's say. At the end of like all these complaints, let's say if they even say, "Oh, nothing's ever happened," they do still keep kind of like the record of There's like a file of like who said what and who said what, and this is what happened, right? They kind of yep, still they have a file that. on, I, I believe, on everybody. Like now, now, as long as you have something to be filed. Yeah. Now, did you ever wonder, like? You know, like, all right, even though you were deemed innocent, well, there's even times where people are found guilty and it just, they don't contact the police anyway. But from from what I've heard, you know, I could be wrong. Um, but, like, I, I have you ever wondered, I mean, it's something that I've thought about. Just because you see it done in so many different ways and uh, you're in under in industries. And honestly, I'll be totally honest with you, if you really think about it, I don't know why if if you if this shit really is happening and if you know sometimes you've heard some places have filing cabinets of this stuff. I truly don't mm-hmm. understand why in the in, for the life of me why you would actually want that laying around. God forbid anybody was to ever fucking come in there. Like, why would you even want all that shit there for somebody else to read that you don't want to read? 100%. Unless maybe do you think it's for neither blackmail or we have this, so just shut the fuck up and keep doing what you're doing? That's what you think? You agree? You think that's a possibility? I think that's exactly what it is. I saw uh, there's a show. I got to watch the show. I watched like a highlight thing of it. It's called The Witnesses. Um, and it's about all the sex, like child sex stuff going on in there. And this reporter, I guess, gets real deep into it and starts finding some crazy shit. Um, but it showed this lady something. She was like molested or something by one of the head elders or something. And I guess they finally got to the police. The police went in the kingdom hall, went into the filing cabinet, and everything was gone. So, like, they knew or figured cops are going to be coming. Let's get everything out of here. Now, if you cared about the people and that happening, you would run to the police immediately. Yeah. You know, you would be willing to hand that stuff over, but why Why are you hiding it? Why are you covering up for a horrible act like that? You know, somebody can smoke a joint and be disfellowshipped, but you can rape somebody and they just cover it up? That's, that's strange to me. What is going on there? Is, is it like a, I don't know, man. It's, that's weird. Yeah, the, well, and then the thing the is, the high ups is, are covering up this stuff, and then le- and then and then keeping the files, <laughs> like, like yeah. why? Like, if yeah. you're gonna cover that shit up, when the first thing you'd fucking do is toss that shit in the fire, um, like, there's gotta there's be a guy, reason why you're saving it. You want to be the, able to go back to that one day if you need to. This. Same guy, Lloyd Evans, all of his videos are on, like, Jehovah's Witness stuff. He 
there, he was interviewing an ex-elder, and they said they had this guy that came from, like, Michigan or somewhere up north, and he uh, moved to Texas. Well, the elders got, like, a big file on him, and, they, and it said all about, like, he had molested a girl or a few girls or boys. He molested somebody. Um, and they just kept it secret. They didn't tell anybody nothing. They didn't tell the cops nothing. They just was like, oh, we know this guy. We'll just watch him. Almost like they're waiting for him to do something where then they have the blackmail. That's what I think. Yeah, it's like but somebody's saying the uh, they have to uh, maintain the control hierarchy and power structure. Exactly. That's yeah. exactly what I think. Mm-hmm. Um, now, since I guess we're pretty much done with the questions and taking you off track, I don't know how many times. But I think these are all great questions people are asking. I think you're giving them the answer. And that's why I do my live so the fans can actually get interactive. Uh, Like I said, if this has to go on a little bit longer, if we have to do this again, if you don't mind. But uh, would you like to move on to something else that you planned on trying to convey tonight or cover? Uh, Yeah. Okay, so take it away. Do you, <laughs> do you mind if I go to the restroom real quick? Like 30 seconds. Yeah, I'm sorry. yeah sure, yeah, yeah. yeah okay, yeah, go all right, for I'll it, be man. right back. Fuck it, fuck it. Okay, okay, sorry. <laughs> Not a problem, man. Sorry, guys. <laughs> yeah, I guess if anybody has any more questions, you can just uh, toss them up and I'll ask. And thank you, uh, thank you uh, I see a uh, bad guy, like I was saying before, you tend to be on here constantly, uh, that's pretty cool, regardless even if you uh, agree with everything in that, you still are always a constant, that's what's up, uh, DK San, see my boy Jack Pine, thank you, I appreciate you being here and I'll definitely hook you up with uh, this boy. Once, uh, once he's done. Uh, what is it? <laughs> awesome, no, DK. Thank you, yo. You're another one. You're. Are you? I've seen you on here a lot. That's what's up, man. How nice, yo, right. yo, for real, Sorry. the Scarlet Horse series, man, uh, DK, I'm just, I'm talking to the people in the chat now, uh, thank you, Eric, too, thank you, I appreciate that, I'm actually, uh, he is a good guest, because I'm throwing him off with asking him questions, and he's, uh, he's still maintaining it, thank you, um, DK, thank you for listening to the Scarlet. I can't believe I haven't tangented. <laughs> you're, yo, you're doing great, dude. Another <laughs> another person, Asha. I have a little bit. A uh, Asha said, awesome guest. Thank you. I appreciate it. Um, DK, thank you. I just wanted to say thank you for listening Thanks, to, to the Scarlet Horror series. That was, um, that was a very long, in-depth series. And if you people here haven't heard it yet, I highly suggest to listen to it. It's very deep. Um, you may not actually totally understand it, but to me, so far, right. until we cover the moon, um, as of my opinion, that is my magnus opus of the occult rejects. So uh, you listen to it. That's how you found me. 
thank you because you listened to probably the most proud work I've ever done. So, yeah, I had to listen to that twice. I, there's a lot of stuff in that, man. Yeah, it's, it's fucking, a yeah, lot. it can get very deep. I was deep. like, wow. I mean, there was, yo, there was so many things that, like, me and Lux even said, unfortunately. I pro- We could have turned that into, like, another two or three series. Is like, honestly, I, I never even fucking touched on New Eat. And that was, like, a huge topic that I had for it that I'm probably going to have to do, like, a whole fucking episode on its own. You know? Um Yes, uh, thank you, uh, Bagoy. Thank you, Asha. Uh, yes, and thank you, DK Sin. Um, I de- you know, and I have to eventually, and I know I say this over and over again. One day, is, one day, even if I uh, see if I can get it. Oh, what's there. that? It will eventually. I need to do a Twin Peaks books. series. Oh fuck! Like, okay, that's a they dragon. got this kind of stuff in their books, like different creatures, and they got some like uh, Hobbit type shit in there. That's supposed to be the two-horned wild beast. Thank you. Thank you, big boy. Yeah, I just... You talking about the Scarlet Horse series. Yeah. Made me think of that book right the there. The Beast. Um, yeah. All right, so yeah, what did you want to uh, touch on now before you had to go to the bathroom? Uh, you know, I kind of want to get into... A little bit of the occult stuff. I think. Yeah, well, that would that would be perfect for this show. Some of it <laughs> might be a little bit of a rehash of what Jack was saying. Yes, you told me. Yeah, yes. Um, well, there was people I could tell you right now that I think follow me that probably didn't have never heard of me uh, before. Then doesn't mean they haven't listened to that show, but this might still be new for them. Okay. Yeah, because that me... actually was on the occult rejects. This is the NY Patriots. That's true. That's true. Yeah, let's see here. Uh, yeah, the, and by the way, if you haven't, uh, I had Jack Pine on. Uh, I think it was a, a two or three part series. Um, I thought it was a great series. I I, I applaud to Jack for coming on and giving as much info as he could. And uh, me and Lux basically just showed how um, we'll probably get into it now, how there was what we believed, in my opinion, there is a Golden Dawn-esque uh, influence or a Nokian magic influence really behind the Jehovah's Witnesses. That's just our opinion. And Jack did show that there was, in his opinion, a cult influence from somewhere. Yeah. There's something. Yes. Like, why would you attribute Jesus as being Michael the angel? Like, they, they claim that there's structural evidence well, behind you, it. You, you know what? When you said that before, I meant to add, you know, I mean, when you get into planetary magic, sometimes angels can be associated with different planets for different things. Uh, my opinion, sometimes Mars will go with, for me, Mark Archangel Michael would go with Mars because, I mean, regardless, he does the job that needs to be done for the better of the good to go on. He is a kind of martial like, uh, you know, what God needs to do, whatever he needs to do. Sometimes Michael's part of that. You know what I'm saying? And uh, yeah, I think uh, 
Some people associate him now, you know, the planetary, or if you're going by Kabbalah, then like maybe if you get into like the Olympic spirits, sometimes those can be associated a little bit differently. But sometimes will people will associate him with the sun, and okay. um, the sun, wow. the sun in Kabbalah, you would also associate with uh, Jesus as well. Yep. Wow. And you know, I just learned about that the other day. I the whole time I've been involved in that with them and being around everybody in it, I've heard of Jesus, I heard of Jehovah, I heard of the different apostles and people in there. I, I heard a video of this former witness who said, Oh yeah, they believe that uh, Jesus is Michael the Angel. I'm like, they do. I've never heard of that. So I grabbed their insight book. It's like an encyclopedia. I went to Michael. Sure enough, that's what it starts talking about. And who knows? Because there is stuff I believe they have. They they have found some correct information from the Bible. They they that there is some good stuff. Maybe they're right. Maybe he is. Uh, but I've never heard of it before. That kind of blew my mind. You know, they claim there's scriptural evidence behind it, but I don't know. It's, it was very interesting to hear that the other day, to be honest. Uh, yeah. Um, fuck, I was going to ask you something. And now I, forgot. I thought uh, you froze for a second. No, no, no. I was thinking, and then, oh, um. Oh yeah, I I was actually kind of thinking about a question that I saw someone uh, mentioned, and I got caught up in my own uh, ideas and occultism. Uh, before you get going, maybe you can answer this very quickly. Uh, somebody remembers reading a back uh, way back about Jehovah's Witnesses believing that Satan is the invisible ruler of the world, or something like that, and yeah. that they also believe yeah, that they demons are real. And there are angels rebelled. Yes. That there are angels rebelled that that rebelled against God. A hundred percent. They do believe. Yeah. Okay. They, All right. Okay. Yeah. They. Uh, um. That there's scripture that talks about that they use that that basically God gave the earth to Satan for a certain time until Jesus is supposed to come back. And uh, basically like, oh, you think I can do it? You think you can do what I do? Here you go. So the world is yours. Do whatever you want with it and see what happens. And they claim, you know, that's why there's all these wars and diseases and all this crazy stuff that's going on because he's ruling right now until Jesus comes back. And then there comes their belief in paradise earth um, and being resurrected and things like that. Thank you. Okay. Yeah. Uh, hopefully I answered that. All right. No, no, that's great. Uh, Thank you. Um, and yeah, they, they definitely believe in demons. They're, they're very superstitious to a degree where they'll, they'll say almost anything is a demon or demonized or possessed or something. When I do believe in demons, but I don't think it, everything, you know what I mean? Like everything they consider bad is 
demon or demonized is the word they they use. Okay. All right. So uh, go into what you wanted to next. Okay. So you know about um, Taze, uh, Charles T- Taze Russell, his like memorial pyramid. I remember okay. you talking about that pyramid with Jack. But there was a, a certain thing with that that I don't think you guys mentioned that I found out. A couple things, actually, that tie in with it as well. Let's see here. Sorry, I got all kinds of pages. <laughs> And it's not organized. Oh, are they waiting? You know, I have a question real quick while you're looking. And I'm pretty sure that they they are, or I think that they have uh, (laughs) predicted the fucking date multiple times, too. Are they waiting for a savior? Yeah, they're, yeah, they're basically waiting for, uh, or Messiah. Yeah, they, I, that some of this, I have a hard time remembering a little bit, but I think, I think they, yeah, yeah, they're basically waiting for Jesus to come back kind of thing. And, but they're, I, th- I think they might think he's already here or came here. No, th- no, no, no. Yeah, they're waiting for him to come back. Like, yeah, basically f- to start Armageddon. Like, everything's Armageddon. Yeah. Uh, and I had another one about uh, about the date. Uh, something with 1914, I think. Okay, I'm, what I'm about to get into is... Oh, do they believe there. Revelation started in 1914? Yes. Okay. Yeah, that was the original interpretation. Okay. And, um, yeah, yep, 1914. Yeah. And now let me get into what... That actually ties into what I'm talking about. Because I'm going to talk about that pyramid, his memorial... Do you remember that? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, didn't okay. it get uh they did something to it? Hasn't things been like done to it? Like I'll, I'll, do me, I'll let do you me a favor. Are I'll you able you to pull up Okay. What do you want me to pull up? Are you able to pull up uh like Google Maps or something? Yeah, what do you want me to look up? Okay, type in two two six cemetery lane. Cemetery Lane. And it's in Pittsburgh. Yeah. Okay, yes. Yeah, it's a cemetery. Okay, so that's where the pyramid's located. We'll back out a little bit and look just north of there. 
like northeast. You're, you're going to see uh, an interesting building that's there. There should be a name. There's a Ross Tower fire. Oh, oh I, I see, see. I see a see lodge. Uh, I'll tell you. Corinthian Lodge. Um, no. Oh, okay. It's the if you look just northeast, it's the Greater Pittsburgh Masonic Center. <laughs> That's funny. right there. It's literally right next to it. All right. Yeah, I can. And you know, yeah, there's. Yeah, yeah. I'll take your word on. There's a lot of theory. That's interesting. There's a theory that he's a mason, but it, uh, if you click on the the links I sent you, the very first one is from a Masonic, it's like the British Columbia Grand Lodge, and they have a thing about Taze Russell there, and it's that speech that he gave at a Masonic Center, and it does say non-Mason, but um, there's another thing with that. Uh, so their original name, of the Jehovah's Witnesses was the International Bible Students Society. It was in um, uh, Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. That what I'm saying comes from Jordan Maxwell right here, and he says, "What is uh, Philadelphia called? It's the city of brotherly love." And he said, "It's not just brothers and sisters loving each other." He says. It's because that's what Masons call each other is brother. And that I guess that's a, a hub of Freemasonry and they just so happen to start there. And then you have that link with Masons basically supporting him. And he's talking about Masons in, in his little speech there. Like very strange, but that pyramid. So, there's a reason why he liked the pyramid so much. Yeah, please go into that. Okay, he believed um, the pyramid was inspired by God to be corroborating witness of the Bible. So he believes it was inspired by God and that it basically is a witness to the Bible because he can use his use the measurements of the pyramid to prove the Bible and when Jesus's return is 1914. Oh, okay. So there we go with the 1914. Yeah. And how he come up with the 1914 and I have, I sent you a link. It should be the second link. If you want to click on it. Oh, where'd you, where'd you send it to? Uh, that Instagram. Oh, okay. All right. I'll pull up Instagram. All right. Okay. And you sent me. And, uh, and if you click on that, you can actually kind of click on some pictures and stuff that will show you what I'm talking about. There's a Freemason uh, Russell thing. Is that the one that Chaz, Charles Taz Russell that, or the, the Great That pyramid? was the first link. Oh, okay. All right. So yeah, the second thing. one is the, the, about the pyramid. Click on, click on that one. Gotcha. Hold on. You know what? I'm going to uh, share it right now with everybody. Okay. If I can fucking figure this out, right? <laughs> now, the, the fucking, the screen sharing is a little different than, uh, it's a little bit fucking different than, uh, 
than Zoom. It's kind of a pain in the ass. Like, like if I could have something open, I could open up a picture. Now, if I was to minimize the picture and then go back to StreamYard, it will not uh-huh. see it. I have to literally open the picture and then click on fucking StreamYard with, like, not minimizing the picture so then it knows it's there. I'm like, come the fuck on. Because it's minimized, wow. you don't know it's there now. <laughs> like, can we do better than that? <laughs> I know, right? Um, right, so so instead go. of reading it, I'll kind of give you a little synopsis. Um, uh, so there was a uh, professor named uh, Piazzi Smith. He wrote a book called uh, Thy Kingdom Come. He was an English scholar and an Egyptologist. And he has, those diagrams were from his book. Well, uh, Russell, he thought, he used this book to basically come up with his uh, um, his end date. And how he did oh, that, okay. yeah. he said the passages, if you measure all the passages of the pyramid, and you basically, it, it, it tells you the exact math in one of the paragraphs. I didn't feel like writing any of that. I forgot about but, that. I think um, we might have covered this or slightly went over it with Jack. Yeah, I think uh, he did. Yeah, he, he built. Yeah, he was into that whole fucking way the pyramids was built. Like, that meant something. He definitely was interested in that. Right? Yeah, he, he like... Like it says, he thought he was, it was, a you know, inspired by God and was a witness of the Bible, as in he can measure to get the exact uh, date, the end date, 1914. Well, guess what? 1914 came and nothing happened. So he changed it to uh, a different... Uh, different measurement to match uh, 1915 I believe and nothing happened again and he I, he changed it like all the way up to the late late 1920s <laughs> and uh, yeah, that's it. the do, pyramid do, do, grew do. 41 pyramid inches over time to match his basically belief to his doctrine. So he literally manipulated the numbers to to make it look like, you know, he was correct in that it, yeah, for some reason, yeah, he was into that, uh, that pyramid. Yeah, that person right there says World War One started in 1914. Yeah, that was, that was their excuse, like, all right, the world didn't end, but the war, the war that's going to end the world started. So that's why they said 1915. I wonder, like, if they just, uh, like, you know, at that time, people might have been scared and easier to, uh, I don't know, manipulate. So, like, you know, you'd, you'd pick these times just because they might have, you know, just to go along with the situation that might have benefited us. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. It's that's that's basically all I had on the pyramid. Okay, all right. 
Yeah, but it was it, it was interesting. I was like, huh. So that's more than likely why he has that as his memorial stone or whatever. And I do think it was built like the size and stuff. Like I think it was built like specifically to like to be a specific size. Um, do you know if that's possible? You know if that's true. For some reason, I thought that might have been. I didn't see anything on that, but okay. that makes sense. Like a scaled down version, or yeah, something? yeah, or like you know the size of it, like was. Regardless, if if it even if it's like a great scaled version, regardless, like the size of it was made for whatever geometrical, you know, statement or any whatever reason, you know, fucking energy. Who knows what? You know what I'm saying though. It was built specifically yeah, uh, yeah. for for a purpose. Oh, for for sure, yeah. And it's weird that the Philadelphia Grand Masonic Center is right next to it. <laughs> it's like come on oh now how many That's times uh you see dk dk sand move the goalposts i mean you might have just mentioned it too and i was just too busy fucking around with the streaming of this other thing uh how many times and i know jack went over this uh that you can remember how many times did they move that goalpost oh the end date oh yeah because i know i know it was it was a few it, it, I'll put it this way. I'll put it this way, and I'm not trying to be a dick or anything. But if somebody has been around to hear all of them, like yo, like this, come yeah. on, like yo, like you know what, you know what, <laughs> you're, like you're 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 getting close to QAnon by now, like uh-huh, <laughs> for sure. <laughs> <laughs> you believe the enough full shit, you're gonna start getting into that next. Oh. You ready for all the dates? Yeah. 1914, 1915, 1918, 1925, 1945. Oh. It's not that 75, they're like, fuck it. No. Yeah, and my grandparents were in it in 75. I asked you know, them about do you, it. Oh, now, do you, were you alive then? Was I? No. Oh, all right. All right. Do you, did you ask them like born. what they thought, or? Yeah, yeah. Because when I found that out, I found that out years ago. Um, I was, I asked them about that, and he, they, he kind, they did, kind did of. Did they truly me. believed it? I think it kind of bothered them for a bit, like irritated them. Uh. Especially when it didn't happen. But eventually they went back. I don't know why. Uh, but, yeah, they, 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 they didn't have much to say about it. Let's say that. Gotcha. All right. Yeah. yeah it, that, that right there years ago put made me question a lot. Like, like how many times are you going to do this? Yeah. You're like, yo, if you fuck up and, once, and I mean, that's, that's ballsy to be like, oh, let me try to pull off another one. <laughs> you know? Yeah, and now now they 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 won't even claim that now. They for some reason. They actually they I think they did uh last year twenty oh, 
two years ago, 2020, when the COVID stuff started happening, I think they said like within a year, the world's going to end or something like that, but they didn't quite like give a date or anything. <laughs> now, uh, now besides the pyramid, I'm assuming you had other, uh, you had other things. Uh... Yeah. I wanted to get into this other guy. that they used as a okay so in a lot of their stuff they will they'll they'll use like other people as references that are like outside of them to kind of give credence to what they're talking about um so there was this guy his name is Johannes Gerber and they've I this very book, he he's he's mentioned in this book a few times, and um, he what he, what ha, what he did, he uh, he used to be a Catholic priest, and he uh, he left basically. But in 1923, he went to a prayer meeting. Um, he sees a boy who's a medium. Uh, the meeting was a seance and, uh, Gerber, uh, uh, he asked the boy, um, uh, the exact quote is why Christianity no longer exerting influence today. And he, the spirit invited Gerber to further investigate the world of spirit communication. Now, um, this is what Jehovah Witnesses have to say about spirit communication. Mm. Any communication with spirits must be from an evil source that stands in opposition to Jehovah. Bible indicates that wicked spirits, demons, are the evil source that's doing the channeling or whatever. Well, that guy, Johannes Gruber... He, he translated his own version of the New Testament from channeling, and that was done in 1933. And uh, they quoted him numerous times in here. No. And, uh, you know, just, all right, I'll let you finish this, but I got, there's something I want to get back to when you get done okay. with this. Because, like, isn't there things where they contradict themselves and, like, uh, there's certain things that they get into. Like, I know there's one guy who I think had a house built, like, with specific angel names. And... I got information on the house. Yeah, okay, all right, all right, yeah. Yeah, I got, I'll, I'll, I'll let you, I'll just let you do all you, I'll just let you do your thing <laughs> okay. then, man. Yeah, I should have figured you, 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 were, you came with that already, too. Because I, I was just like, it's funny how, like, like you know, you, you get... Same thing with fucking Catholicism. You know, I guess it's just, you know, all these things probably have... I mean, obviously have the same influence anyway, so maybe they'll be hypocritical about the same things. But, I mean, you know, they say in, in you know the Bible, oh, you can't do this and you can't do that and you can't do this. But then, like, if you look at the stories in some of them, it's like, well, that's what these people were doing. Like, you can't get into astrology. Well, how these these motherfuckers find Jesus? Yeah. Like, what the <laughs> fuck, man? You're telling me I can't use this shit? But those dudes did, and they called magis. You know, they yeah. brought them frankincense and myrrh, the two biggest fucking incenses used in occultism. You know what I mean? And it's uh -huh. ceremonial magic. 
I mean, come the fuck on, man. Yeah, like the Holy of Holies. They had all these different jewels and stuff they're wearing and all kinds of <laughs> yeah. oh, you, crazy. You, yeah. You, you, you can't use that shit, but, but we did in the Bible. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, well, the point is with him, they, they, they used his quotes from his... Um, you know, his translations and stuff that he got from channeling to basically corroborate their translation. But he done that through channeling, which they consider an evil source. So why use him as an example? And I guess a few years after this book, they took him out and he's never been mentioned again. So this book right here proves that they they used him. <laughs> yeah, uh, and the pages that they're in is sixteen sixty four and eleven thirty four. So there's the page numbers that that directly use him, and it just says uh, uh, former Catholic preacher or something like that. Wow. <laughs> now I'll I'll get into that house, but yeah, you, you said you wanted to say something. Uh, oh no, no! I was, I was gonna get. I was talking about how there's contradictions in, you know, like I, I went on with like oh, you okay. know, Catholicism. Okay. I what I was gonna get into was how there's contradictions in where they're saying you shouldn't be. Uh, there might isn't there, there may even be cases, isn't there? Like where some cases, some people then admit to channeling, but like this this house I think was built specifically accordingly to angels and directions and. It's like, well, how do you say one thing and now you're yeah. fucking building a piece of property specific to the shit you're saying you shouldn't yeah. be fucking messing with? Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Um, <laughs> fucking what the fuck? Material items and stuff. Yeah, oh, yeah, that's true. Stuff, which, I think I had a fucking mansion, which, right? Which, what angel would even care about anything like that? Yeah. Uh, a, a nice house in San Diego. <laughs> yeah, the... The house was called Besserim, and that means House of the Princes in Hebrew. And it was built in 1929 by that Joseph Rutherford dude, the guy that took over after Russell. And it was deeded to the angels Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, and other worthies, so other angels that would be equal to them. And... um, Basically, the house was built for them for when the resurrection happens. So basically, when paradise happens, they got this nice house in San Diego. They can chill out. Wait, 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 wait. Sit by the pool. Wait, wait. So now, is this this for the end times? Yeah. That after. All right. So, all right. So when the end times come, all right. You know, actually, it's funny. I guess I've never really pondered too much of like how to make sense of any of the religions though but like or ideologies but like oh i don't know for some reason for me end times is just like like some cataclysmic type shit so but i guess if you're building a house that you think is going to be there after the fact <laughs> like like what is happening is is this uh is this who who was that fucking guy with the fucking thing on his fucking wrist uh, that Marvel character that when he got all the jewels, like a third of the fucking people just died. Like uh, 
Thanos. Yeah, like, yeah, is, yeah. Is, 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 like Thanos, is Thanos yeah. coming and just people will just die and the house will still be there and we can just inhabit it now? Like, how does, like, if, you're, if, if the end times is coming, how are you being able to still view it to where that house will be standing? Like, how do you... Yes. People just die, Supposedly, disappear, God just sucks motherfuckers out. Like, I mean, what's going on here? supposedly like the elite and everything else won't even be able to survive in the mountains. Like the mountains will be leveled and stuff. So why would the house be there? That's, you know, that's what I'm, yeah. that's what I'm getting. Like, any other, I didn't even think of that before. Like any other biblical terms. Like, I mean, if you, if you want to get into like, you know, uh, you know, words and if, you know, supposedly if you go back farther, biblical you know, the word tovu, tohu vohu was used for, like, you know, the desolation of the earth. Where, mm-hmm. like, if you translated that to Hebrew, it did mean desolation of the earth, but it meant it more in as a catastrophic warfare, desolation of the earth. Or just as if something was previously there existing and somehow it got fucked up. So like like it like it, so if you want to even go back that it, you know to look at it in that sense which still could be wrong who knows but if you look at it at that sense you could be re- reading the bible saying that like no the the planet was once something else already shit got fucked up there's destruction and here is the rebuilding of it again yeah exactly it, you know if you want to take a look at it Different words used for different things change the story. Yeah, that makes sense. It, it, yeah, that's exactly what would happen. <laughs> it's a rebuild. It's not same shit sitting there. That's a, you know, so I'm before. saying, like, if if you want to look at it that way, this fucking house, I don't think will be standing for these people to be coming back to. <laughs> no. no. <laughs> so like. <laughs> I'd like to know how do these people think the end times is going to happen for you to be still chilling with that house? <laughs> yeah. Well, the end times and uh, yeah, you got happen. a dome over the house. It's like Wanda World. Well, Wanda Vision. Yeah. Oh, that's an interesting thing I didn't mention. Oh right, yeah, go over it. Go into it. But uh, one second, with the oh, and, the and I I want to add with that we had Susan said channeling is not the same as the Holy Spirit connection. Uh, I agree with that. Yes, I think channeling, uh, you know, unless like you, even if you really think you know what you're doing, it does not mean you're still talking to the person or the thing that you think you're talking to. Yeah. Uh, I I even had had experiences, magical experiences, where I'm not going to get too far into it. You know, it gets into the whole black sun and the eclipse type thing. And, you know, going down that dark tube towards that one orb of light, I've always had the most beautiful experiences, I feel, I guess, was with consciousness or just closer to God than I could ever explain here. But Uh then there tends to be these almost cellophane windows on the side that you can kind of peek at or almost kind of walk into and find yourself uh-huh. like in an HD TV. I'm not saying that that's channeling. That's might be a little bit beyond channeling, but I think that is a, uh, I think that was a um, going off the path and not 
really staying to the middle and centered and going where I should be going, you know. Uh, so, I, I yeah. whatever I was getting at that for. But uh, oh, somebody asked real quick: uh, did the burning bush, the channel, do they do they talk about that with the burning bush at all? Are they into that whole thing? Oh yeah. Do they believe that was oh, coming yeah. from they God or? Yeah, it was God. Okay. All right. Yeah. Basically just showing himself. Okay. You know, and some people say it's like, like they, he smoked DMT and he was, because the, it was the acacia tree and then it holds DMT. Like I've heard fucking Joe Rogan say that shit uh, and stuff. Oh, was that, Who was knows that, was that that's a, true or not? Was that anything that was mentioned among uh, Jehovah's Witnesses? Well, well, they they would make it like something like there's this bush that produces like a gas and you can kind of sh- produce a little flame for a few seconds. Like they talk about like that, like maybe it's this natural bush that actually produces a flame for a second, but then God was speaking through it or something. So they wouldn't ever condone anything like DMT or something. Gotcha, gotcha. Which, uh, yeah, I, I couldn't see that either. But yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, what, what was their yeah. opinion on drugs? I assume none, right? Yeah, none. Okay. What yeah. about alcohol? Uh, you could kind of have it, but you couldn't. It was like for like, occasion. Yeah, you couldn't like just get like drunk off of it every night or stuff. But alcoholism is rampant in Joe's witnesses. That's, 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 and there's yeah. a lot of people that hide it. I'll tell you that. Well, amongst other things, I mean, you know, fucking all religious, I'm sure, institutions and cults all hide, uh, you know, the bad shit. Oh yeah. Um, I'm going to say, uh, if you want, do you have something else? If you want to cover real quick, that might be like you know, ten, fifteen minutes. Um, sure. I'll let you do that, and I'm letting the people in the chat that is still here. If you do have any questions, try to get them in now because I will be wrapping up after that. Cool. All right. Yeah, my battery's no, getting low. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm not complaining about the amount of time. It's just I do have to get going eventually. Yeah. Yeah, and and if uh, I have to, I'll have you come back on again. So, I mean, it's not a problem. Okay. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no, for I sure. I'll definitely have you come back on again. Too. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Because your story about your going through the tunnel and all that stuff. I, I have some stuff that kind of ties in with that. Oh, then we definitely got to have you back on. But they're in a different method. Yo, that's, that's, see, that's even better. Because there's this ton that's I've, I've had on my own show. Not all of them have dropped yet. But maybe if you've noticed or some of my other listeners have noticed, I, I do kind of have a little bit of a series going on where I'm trying to get people to come on who've had Somewhat of the same experiences, but in a different way. You know, like I even have someone yeah. who's coming on yeah. that's going to be for a guy had a near death experience, you know, and I'm going to have him cover like his experiences and feelings and visuals. And, uh, you know, a lot of that shit all starts to have some commonalities, but it's all comes from a different yeah, way. And I think that should start yep. making people wonder is there really some underlying fabric among whatever universe or reality this is, you know. 
that 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 we all uh-huh. somehow kind of slip into. Glad I turned uh-huh. it on silent. Somebody just called me. <laughs> oh, thank you. No I'm problem. Thank you, disconnect. DK. Thank you, DK, for listening, man. Uh, so, all right. So uh, let's you let's get going. We'll let you present something else, and then uh, we'll get going. If there's no more questions. Okay, there was a little thing, how they another thing that how they got to 1914, with with those pyramid dates or measurements that made the dates. So, the time of the end was in 1799, and then Christ returned in 1874, and then the end of the world would be 1914. Yeah. Yeah. And um, let's see here. And like oh, what, that, that, when what? Go ahead. And they assumed, I guess, end times was. Can you explain like what they thought like when that day came? What was happening? Um. Basically, uh, everybody would be killed off except for. The believers say, okay, in Jesus, and it was more or less of like just people would disappear, and I guess the the saved ones would still just remain here on Earth as is, kind of. Or? Yeah, yeah. Yo, you you know how yeah, much, and... you know how much. Yo, even if that was true, <laughs> you know how fucked up humanity would be. <clears throat> anyway. Uh. Because, I mean, you you might have people that are like, that are like fuck, I, I, I really don't know how to, you know, I don't know, like do certain things that aren't an option now because all these people are dead that did this shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, you're going to have less people to build with, less Crazy. people to produce things with. Like, it's just fucked, you know? But, all right. Yep, you just have, well, in their view, just them. Like, current Jehovah's Witnesses, they're the Oh, all right, yeah. yeah I guess they, they figure it. that's like kind of like, well, we'll all be together and we'll be able to make it through. I guess, yeah, I guess you could see passing off that idea. Yeah. yeah. And they, they they basically say that, um, you know, the, the 144,000 are going to heaven and then the rest basically have... A paradise earth but um the that they'll tell you that it's not just jehovah's witnesses that there's people a part of the 144,000 that 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 were going to heaven that were before jehovah's witnesses was a thing but those are the only other people so it's kind of misleading it's it's not just Jehovah's Witnesses, but it's it's people that you know f- you know bl- whatever follow God's rules or whatever before Jehovah's Witnesses. Gotcha. Yeah. Um. I mean, I think you might have to have me back to. Say yeah. a few more things. Yeah, no, no, for sure. No, and I have I have I'm, no problem. I'm kind of glad. 
because well you uh, know what i i mean listen i thought i didn't have enough <laughs> i mean i don't know you know because now you know these shows will be like i'm gonna leave this up this is you know if people are listening and i'm just i'm saying this more now and i really need to start saying it at the beginning of the fucking show so everybody hears it kind of uh or even well, if I did it in the middle, that really fucking just interrupt the flow. But because um, <laughs> that's what you, most of the people aren't are in the middle. But um, not all the time. Actually, I was surprised you were okay with a live. Uh, I was on earlier, and I had mentioned that I'm going to be going live more often. Uh, I would have actually have promoted this one tonight, but I I thought that maybe because it was more of a uh, personal or private topic. Uh, I wasn't sure you were going to be okay with going live, or I would have promoted it a lot more. Um, for most, the, for the most part, honestly, uh, when I do my shows now, um, they're actually backlogged. No lie, probably almost up to two months, and that is because <laughs> that is because I am going to be going away and just like having shit to take care of. Where like podcasting is going to have to take the back burner, so I'm making sure I have extra episodes even with the occult rejects as well. But uh, one of the newer things I am doing is, um, for the most part, if the guests are uh, willing, like Thursday night, we're having Conspiracy Kyle on the occult rejects, talking Star Wars, Kabbalah, and occultism. Um, we are going to start going live, not always with the occult rejects, but on my show. If the guest is willing, I will be going live now on. Uh, that link will stay up on uh, YouTube, Facebook, and Twitter. Uh, the video will be available probably for, you know, three to five days. Um, I will pull it down, and then eventually it will get dropped uh, as a uh, you know regular episode. Um, with the amount of video views I get, it's I'm sure it's really not making it much of a repeat for people that listen to the podcast. So uh, I'm really doing it more because I've had, you know, at, like, Asha, thank you. Thank you for listening. Uh, Susan said outstanding before. Thank you. DK just said thank you. The reason I'm doing these lives is because I want to actually start interacting with my fans more. Hopefully the questions don't fuck it up for the people that eventually get to hear it on the podcast, but I'm hoping that maybe... Uh, it actually adds to it because maybe we'll bring up questions that I didn't think about and it made it more knowledgeable. But uh, what I'm trying to do is just be a little bit more interactive with the fans. So I'm going to try to go live more often and I will eventually drop this as a regular episode. It's just a, a new thing. I want to let everybody know that's on now or listening. Uh, that will probably be like a change with my own show. Uh, so I will be going on live more often so I can interact with all of you uh, listeners because I have a great time and I think it does help add to the show. So uh, I thank you all, everybody, uh, Bad Goy, Susan, uh, Teresa, uh, Eric, uh, DK, all, Susan, you know, all you people, everybody that was chiming, chiming in. Jack, thank you, Jack, another fellow uh, ex-Jehovah's Witness. Uh, he digged the show. Thank you all for coming and uh, talking with us. Um, Thrash, thank you for coming on and giving your story, you. your truth, and your research. I appreciate it. Hopefully uh, other people will get something out of it as well. And I will definitely have you back on sooner than later to finish this topic. So uh, 
Cool. Yeah. So um, the, there was links I think you gave me. I, I might have added them in. I, I, I don't remember. I think I might have had. If not, uh, there was links that he did supply me with that you did, right? You did send me links that I think I added in, right? Right, Thresh? Did uh, you it was see? just for the show links. Oh, okay. Oh. Yeah, it was just for the show. Okay, maybe I'm Just topic it. stuff. Okay. That was it. Um, yeah. I will add that stuff in there. Um, links for this show and wherever it is available. Um, also want to add start downloading Spreaker if you want to hear me go live on Spreaker, uh, you know, podcasting, and there is a chat for that. Um, that I will start doing. I might start doing that on a Friday morning type thing. Um, so the you know, definitely download Spreaker. Um, the Occult Rejects, the links are in there for that. Lux Rising, and uh, there's even a fucking, I'll let you know, there is a link see, uh, since you have this glorious beard. Um, I never mention oh. it, but I do Thank have you. a link. There's these dudes uh, kind of in upstate New York. Fuck, I already forgot the name of the fucking company. I do order, I have ordered stuff from them. Uh, I am not getting it for free. I am paying for it. It's a couple of dudes that are just making beard oil and beard products, and it's actually a very good product at a very reasonable price compared to some of the shit that I bought online. Uh, that link is actually in the bottom of my stuff all the time. So maybe even if you want to check it out, they will ship out of New York, and it's all, you know, they try to make it as natural as they can. And I, uh, I leave that link in there all the time. And I never promote it, but I'm letting people know now that that is in there. And, uh, yeah, NB, sorry. I'm, yeah, I'm leaving. And, uh, Amanda, another one. You've come on, uh, plenty of times. Yes, a little late, but thank you for jumping in. Uh, and that's it. I'm done. Uh, that is the end of another NY Patriot episode. The links for my show, the Occult Rejects, the NY Patriot, uh, Lux Rising, uh, whatever he gave me, I will throw in there. It's all on the bottom. And everybody have a great night. And until the next one, everybody. Peace.